the only thing we have to fear. The economic health of this nation has been four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline Three. in the dollar. It's a late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Money Talks. Good morning. What up, fam? You're listening to Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on radio. And I am Troy Harmon, and that was a big explosion. I don't know what in the world that was. 2020. <laughs> it's almost gone. It's the, the noise is a lot more faint than we might have heard in Thank the past. Goodness. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, again, I'm Troy Harmon. I'm here with the uh, one and only Justin Wagner. Justin, I know you've got some sort of a designation. I never remember it. It's Let okay. me guess. Certified fund specialist? No, actually, that's Scott. No. Scott is a CFS. Oh, is he? Okay. He is. Well, I, I yeah. think also um, Jim Crone, who's on with us once oh, in a while, has well. that as well. Okay. I thought you had that. I don't know no. why. So what is it? I, so I missed my, my Mine's AIF, so Accredited Investment Fiduciary. Okay. And of course, I know everybody on this call, I have by far the least amount of letters behind my name, which <laughs> yeah. I'm completely cool with. By yeah. Way. Well, the other individual that we have on the call is Shauna Theriel. Hey, Shauna. Morning. Yeah, and Shauna has, well, Shauna, you uh, hold the CFP uh, mm-hmm. as well as CPA, CPA and, and the CDFA. CDFA. Now, what is CDFA? There we go. A certified divorce financial analyst. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she could help, yeah. you know. That's awesome. She could help in the, in the off case that someone is getting a divorce for Christmas. In the off case, what 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 50% of divorce of marriages end in divorce? Is that right, Shauna? Somewhere around there? Yes, I believe so. Last I checked, yes, that's correct. That's a great designation to have then. Well, well I guess. I, I mean, many, it doesn't tell percentages of how many uh, have done it multiple times, though, does it? Well, that's that'd be interesting. <laughs> if you've done too. it three times or four times, right? Then, then it, I guess they'll be calling you three or four times. Well, not only that, it's it's higher than 50% of their, is, divorce, their is marriages have ended that in divorce. That is true. Uh, all right. Well, uh, so the gang's all here, and uh, we're here to talk about some financial situations. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, let's start with the stock market. Uh, as we do every week, um, end of last week, we asked market up or down. It's pretty flat, but it is up. You're right. I would have been right again. Come on, Shauna, don't steal my thunder. Point zero eight percent, but you're right. Pretty flat. I mean, we're we're barely splitting hairs this week. Uh, Unless you're looking at energy, which is up seven point seven eight percent this week. Ever since the election, it's just yeah. Well, actually, it started. You know. It's it's hard to say one thing drives the market one right. way or the other, but I will tell you that when most of this started was the day the vaccine Pfizer said That's that right. they had a vaccine with a 94% yep. e- efficacy. I think initially they said 90%, and then that very day Russia came out and said that theirs had 92%. And then it was efficacy. 94 from Pfizer. Pfizer, or, right. yeah. Pfizer yep. came back and said we said 90 plus. We really meant 94. 
So anyway, I don't know why. So what we're you're still so you're in. saying energy went up because we have a vaccine and that means that people will be driving and more travel. Correct. Again yeah, yes. yeah. 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 Demand. Demand sense, yeah. is going to drive it higher. So people uh, go back to work. We still start have a supply driving. issue though, don't we? Uh, well. Uh, it's not oversupplied, and we've seen that actually fall uh, pretty significantly in the last few weeks, uh, maybe even the last couple of months. Uh, we started started seeing, um, I think there is a, a wish uh, in the Middle East, which is where, you know, most of the oil is generated. But we are now, we as in the United States, uh, are now energy independent, um, but we're still impacted by, you know, global supply issues and um yeah the, the saudi arabia more or less controls uh supply which also controls price uh in 2014 as you'll recall they decided that they were just going to show us who was boss uh to try to shut down um the fracking in in uh, the bakken shell in western north dakota and they did it mm-hmm. i mean it was ugly and painful for a little while uh if you were part of the energy uh, industry and um, you know it, it came back a little while but they almost cut off their nose to spite their face because they began having economic issues themselves uh, in driving the price down below 25 I think it was around 23 it got to low 20s like yeah yeah but in this case they didn't necessarily mean to initially uh, but it got down in the teens we saw crude in the teens and the reason, yes, it was ridiculous. And the reason being um, because Russia wouldn't cooperate when Saudi asked them, Hey, why don't we just back up on the, on supply a little bit and make a stable price. And Russia said, nah, we're not really interested. So Saudi Arabia then decided that they would show them again, who's boss and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, drove us through the floor for a little while. In fact, in April, April 20th, I believe it was, we had negative prices uh, in crude oil, uh, West oh, Texas that's Intermediate. Right on futures. Yeah, uh, that's right. it was, it wasn't spot price, but right. it was uh, definitely, I think we went to negative $38 a barrel. And, you know, I remember we had 401k participants calling asking, how is that possible? It's really more of a trading it anomaly is, yeah. than it is anything else. Yeah, it, it wasn't spot price. Right. So, you know, people were paying it was a financial contract that went negative, um, but it's now reported as oil prices went negative. Mm-hmm. Well, it of was course. oil prices for delivery in three months, you know, so it wasn't truly oil prices for today. Um, but so uh, even though energy was up 7.8% for the week, it's still down for the year 28%. Yeah, it was down as much as 56 or 7% at one point wow. uh, in the in the peak of the crisis, Shauna. And, a buying um, opportunity. Absolutely, it's, it is one of the few places that still, even after the significant run it's had, and I think it's up over 30% uh, since um, November 1st or something like that. So uh, even even though it's had such a run, um, valuation in the in the oil patch still looks pretty attractive. Um, and you know we've talked talked about this uh, around because Hensler Financial obviously has clients that. Uh, might ask you a question or two when things are, are getting weird. As you said, Justin, you know, you had clients that were asking you, 401k clients that were saying, how in the world can this be? Um, well, it was. And, um, you know, it, it kind of hurts to stay the course when you still believe that that's the cheapest spot and watch it go negative even further. So, um, 
it's it's starting to turn a corner at this point, looking looking better. But uh, you know, between that and dividend paying stocks, which also got beaten up significantly, um, you look at uh, at the market and uh, valuations of some of the indices right now. Um, the S and P has a has a uh, price to earnings ratio or PE of 28.8. Its long term average has been changed by this. It used to be 16.5 like a year and a half ago. It's now a little over 17, but that still marks about a 63% premium to the long-term average price-to-earnings ratio for the S&P 500. So think of this, just that index by itself, 63% premium. You look at growth, which has had a huge year, over 30% positive um, in 2020, when you know we also had a 34% decline in a month um, a few months ago, and growth is actually at about a 72 or 73% premium. Well, and, and Troy, of those of the S&P 500 names, I mean the Fang names, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Netflix Google, yeah. those make up what percentage of the S&P? Just those five names. Yeah, about 25. That's I mean, yeah, there, there it is. Yeah. yeah, five of 500 companies make up 25%. Right, one percent by number mm-hmm. make up 25% by weight, and that's weighted according to market cap. So, um, so I would imagine that probably lends itself to some of the overvalue we're finding within the S&P. It is just yeah. from a lot of those five names. Right, and those five names are obviously even a bigger weight within the growth. Um, sector uh, the, the growth yeah. index mm-hmm. that is a sub index of the S&P 500. So you look at value and you would think well it's got to be undervalued, right? No. It's at about a 20% premium, a little more than that. Some around it looks 23%. better than 60 or 70. It though. looks a heck of a lot better. The the point that I'm making is though, you know, energy looks much more attractive uh, than the overall index. Uh, those dividend-paying stocks, so the way that I usually gauge that is by the Dow Jones U.S. Select Dividend Index. A lot of words, right? But it it is truly an index, and it's basically the 100 largest domestic companies, uh, the 100 largest dividend-paying domestic companies. And that's negative for the year. Uh, it is negative right? for the year, and if you look at the valuation on it, it's right at par with long-term average. I think it's about 3% discount right now. Mm-hmm. Would you rather buy something at a 3% discount or a 63% premium? Buy low, so high. Uh, yeah, and not necessarily. I mean, you don't have to do it in that order. Some of course. People, some people's so high. Short, yeah, buy right, low. they'll short. Right. So uh, either way, but uh, you know, it, it's the point that I've been making to anybody that's willing or wants to. Pick a conversation with me these days, and yes, I say it that way because you ask me a question, I might talk for a while. (laughs) All right, well, we're going to take a quick break, and um, when we come back, I have a dog of the week, and not only that, we've got a lot of other financial information to talk to you about. We will uh, be back with Money Talks in just a moment. Grab your shotgun, cock it back. Shoot the sun until the sky is black. Now I sure hope that the sun got rhythm. Cause he gon' dance when that music hit him. Like bang, 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 darkness falls. In the nighttime, I'm camouflaged. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. 
Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.